Hey, hello, hey guy, hey ho. <laughs> I'm just trying to every week see if I can outdo myself and have a more awkward open to the podcast. But it, 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 it is in reality what is happening in my room. I'm sitting down, I'm hitting record, I'm moving notebooks. Welcome to the podcast, you guys. So, right now, the podcast you probably hit play on is called Gambling for Shoes. Alright, but as I've been hinting for a couple weeks, we're changing things up. So, here's the deal. This podcast is by me. My name is Jack Snodgrass. Good morning. And we're about to change the name of the podcast to The Snodcast. Huh? Huh? Not so bad. We're still going to talk gambling. Probably won't talk about shoes. Going to be a lot of comedy. A lot of me just kind of... You're just going to be in my headspace. Think of it as a a journal. Or something like that. (laughs) Not a journal. It won't be that intimate, I promise. Um, But yeah, so it's probably going to stay gambling for shoes for, I don't know, a few more weeks. But I'm getting some artwork done. Huh? Yeah, and and that's all it takes. That's all it takes for everything to change. Just change your flag... And you can be a different country, you guys. I was Yugoslavia, now I'm Croatia. And I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know if that, if that is actually how history played out with those two countries. But uh, they're close to each other, and you get the point. Anyway, guys, welcome. Welcome to, welcome to what is a terminal episode of Gambling for Shoes. Uh, I'm done gambling, NFL season's over, so right now we're just gambling on ourselves. We're gambling on our ability to keep putting out a podcast every single Monday, which is the plan. I'll be recording these bastards and putting them out every Monday. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you listening because ultimately this will be a podcast about nothing. And you're just, we're just fucking chilling. We're just two bros or a bro and a sis, a bro and a they, that's us. Thanks for listening, though. I will. I, I think eventually I want to. I be able to communicate with the people that watch the show. You know, I don't know about Q and A, but uh, something like that. You know, have a moderator. That's what a good podcast has. Someone come in, and ask questions, check my bullshit. Anyway, guys, it's February twentieth, twenty twenty-three. Hope your year's going okay. It is. It's awfully why It's a. It's. It is weird. It is getting weird. But I think what's crazy is that uh, how quickly we're all just adapting to the weirdness. Like the COVID thing's over. And we're like, yeah, you know, whatever. And now it's like there's UFOs and shit. Robots are actively in our <laughs> in our world. We're just cool with it. Like I used to think iRobot was lame. The movie with Will Smith. Whenever the robots, like they were like household... <laughs> They were like, in the movie, everyone's like, have a robot. It's basically a slave that won't, that you won't feel bad about mistreating <laughs> or, or something. Uh, but the movie's ultimately about how robots, Will Smith has an axe to grind with a robot race because he, they lack the human capacity to make humanified, humanoid decisions like they they're just all math, all calculation. Like there was an accident and in, in the movie this robot had the choice to save Will Smith, Will Smith or a young kid. And he saved Will Smith because he he had the algorithm that said Will Smith had the better chance of living. 
And Will Smith for the whole movie was like, man, fuck robots. You know what I'm saying? Fuck them. Their math sucks. <laughs> Top-notch Will Smith impersonation. And uh, I kind of get it. Like, because now every, I, I don't know if it's just me. Like, so we're all, we're all a product of our algorithm. Because uh, I, I, I have had social media for a year. And I have Instagram and I watch reels. And I'm amazed by how they're able to like attract my brain or whatever. And I sometimes I don't know if, if it's like my if like what I'm seeing is mainstream or not, but I see a lot of stuff about Chat GPT. Which is a very interesting development in the world. I don't know about it. <laughs> so if you don't know what Chat GPT is, it's basically I don't even know. It's like a fucking it's like your own it's like an AI, damn it. <laughs> I don't even know, bro. It's like an AI uh, talk machine. Like you can tell it like, hey, I want, I need 500 words on the Civil War, but only the parts that happened in Virginia with uncircumcised men. And chat GPT will be like, Men without circumcision died at a 12% higher click in the wars of... Like, it will give you this thing, and it'll make it sound like a human wrote it. Basically, it's going to, like, kill college. It's going to kill anyone who writes on the internet for a living, which I did for a second. So, I, so backstory on me, I, I do stand-up comedy in Chicago right now. Uh, before that, I played professional baseball for a little while. But after baseball, I wrote on the internet. I was an internet writer for comicbook.com. And it was not—it was not a good job for me. I had to write twelve articles a day, twelve articles a day. They had to be like five hundred words, and there would be days when I'm like, "Dude, this job—they're gonna find a robot to do this job because the the content I was producing was so formulaic and bad." You know what I'm saying? Like it didn't have it. It, had, it was soulless because I was broken <laughs> because. Writing 12 articles a day is a prison sentence. Like, I, honestly, I would send me to San Jacinto uh, Federal Penitentiary. Penitentiary. I don't even know if San Jacinto is a fucking penitentiary, but it sounds like it should be. Send me there. I'll, I would rather go there than write 12 articles a day for a living. As I was basically working in a digital coal mine. <laughs> it was very hard. Everyone else around me was like on Adderall and shit, and they were just, they were just loving it. Knocking it out. Writing stories about Marvel superheroes. <laughs> and I was like the wrestling writer guy. This is all real. I wrote for w- I wrote news articles about WWE. Literal fake news. 12 articles a day. And there were multiple times. And I was like, dude, a robot isn't going to take my job. Like everyone's like, hey, the future's coming. Make sure you got a job that, that can't be automated. And all the dorks on Adderall around me were like, oh yeah, we're safe. We'll, we're here forever. People love reading our shit, brother. They didn't talk like that at all. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know, man. A robot is going to be able to do this job because people don't actually read these articles. They just look for a couple facts and they're out. <laughs> and that's what ChatGPT is just replacing. But I don't know. I'm like, who? who is even... So that actually... I. People are going to make money off of that. They probably already have. But a lot of these robots and shit, like, I don't know. Like, who's asking for this? Like, did anyone ask for Alexa? You know what I'm saying? 
Like, what what demand was there? I feel like Alexa was like a it's like a training program to see how well we interacted with them, and now the robots are gonna be more evolved and moving, shit like that. And it's like who's what problem is this solving? I posted I posted a, a story on my Instagram. Uh, there was like little robot dogs in DC. I don't even know if it was real, but it was like robot dogs with cops in DC just kind of walking around the city. And I was like, oh boy. It's like, that's that's who the robots are for. It's not for us. <laughs> they will be used against us. 100%. The police have these... They look like little Rottweilers. Mechanical Rottweilers. And if you've ever read Fahrenheit 451, which is the only classic book that I can tell you I've actually read, I'll pretend. I have classic books all around me, but I, don't, I haven't read them. I just like to have... I like to be surrounded by them, but I don't read them. But in Fahrenheit 451, they actually predict this. There's like a robot that, robot dog that goes around and lethally injects bad people for the government. It's like, well, we're, <laughs> we're in that direction. So, I don't know. I need some robot bones. <laughs> I need, I need some robot dog toys, some robot squeakers, a robot couch for it to hump. I don't know, man. I don't know how we fight robot dogs. But it's like, I, I don't know. I don't even, I don't, like, people who got the Alexa, I don't understand that. Like, what What do you need Alexa for? So you can fucking hone in on celebrity birthdays? What is that doing for you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Alexa, like, I feel like it was very conscious as to what, like they made like they they knew exactly what they were gonna get out of that voice. You know, there's a reason why Alexa was a girl and she was sounding sophisticated and a little sultry because they want they know I, I they know that that like fifty percent of the population is gonna eventually gonna be like, Hey Alexa, make me horny. Get me horny, girl, come on. Do something freaky for me. Come on. I, I feel I feel like Alexa's rooted in sexuality just a little just a little they know there's a reason why Alexa wasn't called Bob he's like hey Bob what's the score and he's like I don't know dude fucking google it <laughs> that would Bob the robot <laughs> Bob what's what was the score of the 1954 Super Bowl I don't know brother fucking ask Jeeves motherfucker fucking leave me alone oh <laughs> uh. I hope you, I hope I enjoy doing that. Sometimes I'm like, what is this podcast? And it's just, we're just, we're just walking. We're just going for a little walk. And we got to Bob the shitty robot. So if you have an Alexa dude, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Um, what's going on in my life? I'm going to talk about comedy. I have another I have another stand-up clip to play for you boys and girls. Proud to say. So that's what I'm going to do. Every episode, I'm you know, I'll probably come in, I'll, I'll probably talk about some current event stuff, maybe share uh, something uh, that I'm reading or that I watched. But ultimately, the I, the second half of this podcast every week is going to be about stand-up, just kind of like where I'm at, what I'm working on, and kind of what it's like. 
to be a comic because it's basically going to work as like a, almost a documentary or something. I don't know. A really shitty one take documentary, but with some stand up at the end. And uh, yeah, because I, I just kind of want to, I love doing stand up. I love the world. I love the lifestyle of it. Um, it's crazy. The ups and downs. And so like right now, I'm moving to Chicago. I basically have started over. Essentially, like in, in Cincinnati, where I lived six months ago, I was starting to be regularly booked. You know, I had a pretty like I was building income off of it and it was like dependable almost. But by I lose all my network by moving to Chicago, but it was kind of in the name of getting better at comedy. So I'm doing a lot of open mics. I'm doing some shows and then every now and then maybe once or twice a month, I'm in a club um, where I'm actually getting paid pretty well. Not like tens of thousands of dollars or anything like that. Because I'm still relatively new to comedy. Like, I'm still... I'm in year four. Um, and most people don't take you seriously until you're 10 years in. So, it's weird to be 35 and very much feel like I'm a freshman or something. But, it's awesome. So, I just kind of want... I was like, what podcast can I make? And I was like, I want to be something that just is like... Uh, that just kind of pulls back the curtain on what it's like to do stand-up. Because... I feel like when I first started, I was so desperate for something to relate to. And so if you know a young comic that wants to fucking, that wants to uh, commiserate, point them here. <laughs> but if you also are just curious about comedy and you want to know what it's like on a day-to-day, like what the fuck do you do? How does a person do comedy? And uh, <laughs> inconsistently is the, is the way... <laughs> Is the state that I'm in. No, so I like tonight or tonight (laughs) on tonight's show. I'm going to play a clip of uh, it's me at an open mic. Okay, so I'm obviously going to be posting clips of like jokes working. All right. I don't want to ruin everyone's afternoon because it's awkward to hear someone just bomb their dick off, which I have done. But uh, (laughs) but I'm just going to post clips or sound clips. Um, of, of all my shows, the good ones, the bad ones, but the uh, I just want it to be basically a true portrait of how this shit goes. And I, I frankly, I enjoy the open mics as much as I do the shows. Like they're both, they both can be really fun, especially now in Chicago because I'm I'm new, so a lot of people haven't heard these jokes, and I'm invigorated because I'm in a new scene. And I'm writing more and I'm a little more disciplined and all that stuff. So it's like, I'm really enjoying doing stand-up right now. So, um, yeah, and we're already 15 minutes. We can, we can almost wrap this bitch up right now. What do you think? Mm, I could play the clip. We could be out of here in 18 minutes. You could go on with the rest of your fucking day. So could I. Hmm. I'll tell a quick stand-up story, and then I'll play this clip. How about that? Quick stand-up story. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. This is, this will be fun. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I have I have always been told in my life that I have a good radio voice. I have no idea. Maybe that's why some of you are listening right now. 
Ooh, it's Bob the Robot. Take your robe off, baby! Yank it for me! That <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I have a good radio voice. And that's a weird thing. I don't want to be on radio at all. Like, that's weird. But the, the, ironically, I, this is radio nowadays. Radio, who is listening to AM 1540? You know what I'm saying? No one. This is, I am actually doing radio right now. Anyway, so welcome to Jack Radio, the Snodcast. Goddamn. Um, but I have been on radio one time. I was in Greenville, South Carolina. I was maybe a year into comedy, year and a half. Had no real clue as to what it was. Like, I was having some success, but didn't really know exactly what I was doing. Like, I was just kind of figuring out how you're funny. That's what a lot of the first few years are, is just, you're just kind of waiting. W-A-D-I-N-G, in this fucking, in the ocean, you know, just looking for anything that resembles consistency. So I was, like, starting to, to build some confidence. And one of the best comics in the scene... Uh, Brandon Rainwater, he was doing, he actually shout out to Brandon Rain, Rainwater. He's the man. Uh, check him out. He tro- he tours with Ginger Billy. So check him out. Very funny dude. But anyway, he was always very like generous with me starting out. Like he was in gentle with me, honestly, more importantly. And he, he actually tossed me some opportunities and he normally did a radio show and he tossed, he was like, Hey man, I can't be on it this, this next week. Do you want to fill in for me on this radio show? I'm like, yeah, sure, of course. I can do radio. I've got a radio voice. Don't you fucking me, 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 me. Good morning. Don't you hear this shit on your morning drive? <laughs> uh, so I say, yeah, sure. Okay, I'll do it. And uh, and I was like, so what's the gig? Like, I just show up and like be funny. He was like, man, just, uh, just see what's trending on Twitter. And uh, that'll be that. And you just kind of riff off of that. And they'll kick it to you like in between segments. And... You know, I was, I was like, okay, okay, I guess that's it. <laughs> I, I'll just riff off. Some, I've never done anything like this before. I don't even have Twitter. Um, but uh, sure. Sure, we'll do that. <laughs> uh, so I show up and this place is like a hardcore right wing radio. Like there's like build the wall flags on the wall and shit. And uh, the lady coming on after me. She was selling like Patriot blankets with like fireworks on them and shit. I, I don't know, man. It was like, it was kind of weird. Not really, like, I, you know, I can relate. I, I can relate to anybody. Like, I feel like I can be comfortable and have fun no matter what the crowd is. So, <laughs> I forget how the actual radio program started, but then they kick it to me. And they're like, all right, Jack, what's going on in the world? And that, <laughs> on that afternoon i don't mean to laugh but just the irony and the twist of it all is uh so funny because the number one trending thing on twitter was like a mass a bad mass shooting in like san diego california or something like that or san jose i don't know i I really just uh totally desecrated the whole thing but a notable mass shooting not not ones that just happen on you know a wednesday and then they're out of the news cycle by dinner like one that kind of dominate one of the really ugly ones I forget. <laughs> so it's like, okay, obviously not bringing this up. And the second favorite, the second thing that was trending was the Lion King. They were doing a live action Lion King. And I was like, oh, okay, I have a, I have a feeling on this. I was like, I don't have a joke, 
but I was like, I I can I think I can riff about <laughs> riff about this Lion King shit. So this was the Lion King, the live action one with the real animals, with like new voices, but they made their mouse moves and like and they made their mouths move and like uh, I don't know. <laughs> Al Pacino was like, "Where the fucking monkeys?" I don't know. <laughs> I don't. But anyway, that was that was that. It was that Lion King, and my I had to, I had one opinion on it, and I was like, "Man, like I don't know who who is it." I said this on air. I was like, "To the Lion King, like who's out there? <laughs> who's out there fucking watching this?" I didn't say fucking, but that was my attitude. I was like, "Who's out there? Do we really want to see this?" You know, like I, Mufasa dying in just plain old like 2D Disney, like him falling off the cliff as a son who has a father, like that was a that was damn near traumatic to watch Mufasa die. You know, that was awful. And it's like, why would I want to watch that in 4D, 4K, 9,000 HP? Like, who wanted that? <laughs> And I, then I was like, okay, so, and that's my, I'm done with my segment now. And the guy who I was, my co-host that day just kind of looked at me like, <laughs> he's like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean, dude? I'm Don Imus. I'm Howard Stern. I'm King Radio. Uh, all right. That was fun. So... <laughs> I, I I think I want I I'm cool with like no structure. I want to have some structure to the podcast, but uh, I I am gonna have ghosts or guests. That's very funny. I will have some guests um, eventually, but right now I'm just kind of uh, committed to just putting these out every single Monday, uh, and then eventually you know it'll it will get we'll get that new flag up, baby. Everything will be everything will be straight. But if you're listening, I appreciate you uh, dealing with 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 your boy in this rant uh, during this. Uh, transitory time if that's even how you say it but um yeah so let me set up let me set up this uh, this clip okay so this clip is uh from a couple weeks ago or not even no this couple this is like seven days ago sorry <laughs> uh it's a uh, of a joke that i started doing when i was in cincinnati so it's like a year and it's like a year old but like i started doing it and then um I kind of got stuck with it. Like it was like doing okay and I couldn't how to figure out how to like make it better. So I just kind of like put it on a shelf for like a year. Um, and now I kind of figure I have like a better way of doing it. So if there's two parts to it, this is the first part. Um, and I'll just play the first part in this one. Um, but this is me doing a joke called uh, Cincinnati Sisters uh, at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago at an open mic. Wait, no, I don't know if this is the lodge. It's, man, what a butcher, what a great setup artist I am. Um, I don't know where it's at, but it's in Chicago <laughs> in front of like, mm, I, I, listening to it, I would say between 8 and 16 people. Eight and sixteen people, um, yeah. And so, and let the record show. Sometimes I do real shows in front of hundreds of people. Okay, okay. Just totally insecure about it. <laughs> but no, this is what I want. I, I want a full, totally the what transparent view of what stand-up comedy can be like. So this is me doing a 
old joke with a new take in front of possibly a dozen people. See you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. I'm, I'm here from Cincinnati. I live here now, but I moved from Cincinnati. Cincinnati is cool, but like people like have already started. They like it. They're too excited about the Bengals, so they, they like Cincinnati too much. Like when I was there, someone was like, hey, did you know we're sister cities with Rome? And I was like, does Rome know about this? <laughs> you know? You mean to tell me the Romans are marching around the Colosseum? I'm like, oh, they know my sister. <laughs> She's from Ohio. They know my sister. Her and I don't look just alike, my sister, you know. <laughs>